Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get ready, cause here I come. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that beat. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking, but not saying. Coming up this app. Running yourself too thin, getting home at the end of the day, feeling like you've gone full tilt on your schedule but you got nothing done. You know that feeling? Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Oh, hello. We're back for another week of uh, lots of fun. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here. Hi. If you are um, someone that listens all the time, welcome back, you bitch. And then (laughs) if you are a newbie, hello and welcome to our posse. Why do you call the regulars a bitch? I don't know, because I feel like the, the more that you know somebody, the um, meaner things you can say, but in a loving way to them. Nah. Don't you reckon? I I don't know. I speak nicer to the people that I love. Nah, in I mean like in a really loving way. Like, oh. Yeah, I know. But my friend, you know my friend Tammy? Yeah. He's, like, he's much younger than me. And yeah. him and all his friends, I think I've said this on the podcast before, they all love putting photos of like hideous photos of each other online, and <laughs> yeah, I just I know find it really aggressive. And you know how everyone's like, "Hey, slut!" Like, oh, nah. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm loving you, you're knowing that on a reg. Like, it's not an underlying thing. I'm going to be straight, but that's just me. Mm. I so, guess each to their own. Like I say, the word "bitches" bitch is with, a bit with, "bitches" but, is with love. Someone called me a bitch yesterday in like a, this person said you're a bitch. Oh. And the word was so, I was like, oh, like I'm so sensitive. I just kind of went, I shuddered a bit. Like I was like, bitches is a little bit more open and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, hello. Like bitch is like full stop. I have it's not, I've long. not heard anybody use the word bitch in a negative way. I reckon since I was like in high school. But I don't really hear anyone that uses the word bitch in positive either with without the plural. That's why when you said it, I was bitches. like, oh. <laughs> Hello, intense. bitch. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so intense. I say it with love. <laughs> she does say it with yeah, love. I do. Uh, hello. Um, we are two chicks that talk thoughts we're thinking but not saying on this podcast each and every week. The thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all the other episodes with incredible women. Uh, over the last few weeks, just to name a few, we've spoken to AFL um, and sports writer and presenter Sam Lane. We've spoken to Samantha Jade about the Manchester stuff that happened with Ariana Grande. We've spoken to Michelle Bridges about um, her and her life with the commando. So you can check out all of those episodes uh, at our website or, of course, subscribe to your podcast app to get a reminder each and every week. This week, we have worked really um, just in bits and pieces with this particular chick. And it's interesting that we're now talking to her in full because every time we do go to meet her, we kind of, I get an, I don't know if you get this sense of we'd like to extend that conversation. Like oh, she's absolutely. Just a really lovely, I don't know, an open spirit, an open space. But it's kind of like whenever we whenever we 
do this work with this chick and we say bye, you always kind of know that it'll pop back up. She'll pop back up at yeah, some point. Yeah, like, I agree okay, with ca- you. We're like, catch you later. And then just we'll so happens soon. that yeah. in a couple of months we're like, oh, we're filming some other, you know, bit and bob and she's random at her shit. place. Of you know? course, she's like, yeah, I'm up for it, girls, you <laughs> random bitches. Um, we had this particular woman is a Black Blackmore's well-being coach and the co-founder and director of um, Yoga at Flow Athletic, which is quite a boutique um, what you wouldn't call it a yoga gym. I certainly wouldn't call it a gym. Would you, Christy? No, 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 no. I think there's an element of a gym back in like another part of the building, but I've, I've only sense ever to it. It's a yeah, fitness yeah, center, yeah. but there's a real holistic oh, kind of feel to the place. It's stunning. But the the place that we've seen the the yoga studio with all of the glass and yeah, it's just a it's a really beautiful place that we've done some stuff at. Yes. Now this particular woman uh, you can find on Instagram um, or for more info uh, at flowathletic.com.au or activeyogi.com.au and we're talking about the one and only Kate Kendall. Welcome to the show, Kate. Uh, is hello bitches appropriate? <laughs> yes, it's as long plural. as it's plural. Because that was really aggressive, wasn't it? <laughs> I didn't even mean it, but as soon as I said it, I was like, I haven't, I have not said that in quite some time. Like the not plural. It's amazing what an S does at the end. Don't let me shut you it know, out of you if that's what you want to do. I, but if you I call me that, I'll probably shut tone. up. <laughs> what did you say? It comes down to tone too. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. It's got such a the t- the T C H. I was doing well, all my bit... acting stuff at night, and we're doing accents, and it's so interesting to analyze the words and the way you say them. And I think the ch- the t- is hard, a bit harsh. Is quite um, it's quite yeah, quite piercing. So it's got a bit of a punch to it. <laughs> but bitches, bitches. the S softened, or it even a Z. Even oh, well. a Z at the end. I mean, yeah. whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah. But we're glad that you're here, Kate. Do you ever feel the same? Do you ever feel the same with us? Is the feeling mutual? That you'll see we- us again? I'm, or just- I'm definitely glad I'm talking to you guys again. It's nice to have a, a chat that doesn't involve me <laughs> instructing you into a down dog and a plank and all those other awkward. Um, yeah, we've get, you might have. You might have seen some of our videos. We've done a boys yoga video with Kate, and Kate was also the instructor behind um, our pregnant yoga challenge, which was when I pretended to be pregnant. If you don't listen to the radio show, you'll need to head to the Facebook page and find it. But it's um, it's probably my boyfriend reckons it's one of the best videos we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I, but this yeah. is the thing, Kate. You're so, you're such a profesh and so good at what you do. You're your acting is very good, but then also secondly, you're like, you know, I don't know, like you were very, very, very mindful for the for the video, so everyone can check it out on Facebook. Yes. It was definitely it was definitely a challenge, but a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I find uh, working with pregnant ladies at the best of times kind of challenging because everyone's different, right? But then if you're kind of laying it on, then um, you just wanted to to go hard. But yeah, that was that's a lot of right. Fun. That's right. And, um, of course, for those playing at home, I'm not actually pregnant. It was no. a fake pregnancy belly. Um, <laughs> and so we did all kinds of challenges for the radio show. So the videos are on our Facebook page if you want to have a look. Um, so we each bring a gem to the table. Welcome if you're finding us through Kate and you haven't listened to the podcast before. Uh, we each bring a gem, a topic that's on our mind, a thought we're thinking but not saying. Um, we'll bring one, Philip the Duck, will be a little bit of a, a, an alarm that will rein us in to make sure that we immediately head to the next topic, Chris. Because we've got a bloody radio show to do, don't we? Yeah, it's true. We do have a. We bang <laughs> we've on got a. Lot. Yeah, we've got a bit of planning, etc., yeah. to do. You know, for that um, bad boy. So we need to listen to Philip uh, for this episode. But let's do a bit of a contents to give everybody an idea of what we're going to yarn about for the next half an hour. Uh, Kate, do you want to let us know what's on your mind? Burnout, baby. 
Oh, oh, and you're not, yeah. not talking about the tire kind. Yeah, that's what Chris. Uh, no, not no. the wheelie, not the wheelie <laughs> kind. A completely different kind. Uh, just the fact that I see so many of my friends and even myself tipping into that space where we're saying yes to everything. Cause that's what we like to do as women: saying yes to everything and then kind of not doing anything wholeheartedly or hundred percent. Yeah, and I think so many people are in this state and because so many people are, you just think that that's the norm. So mm-hmm. I'm interested mm. to get your take as someone that would work with a lot of people that probably experience that. And also what defining burnout because mm. I think a lot mm. of us uh, are at home doing our normal thing. Maybe a lot of people are suffering from anxiety as is and you kind of think that, oh, this is what life is. But I don't know if mm. everyone if it needs to be like that all the time. So maybe you yeah. are burnt out and you don't even realise. Mm. Um, I want to speak about also health um, and how important it is to make sure that you've got a good team around you uh, to be able to ask questions and be inquisitive instead of taking everything for verbatim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to bring to the table the fact that I've been having heaps of night terrors lately and Mm. um, they're really scary and not something that – spoken about on this podcast before, but they've been happening so um, so frequently lately that I thought I should bring it to the table because, um, yeah, I don't I – and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it either. Um, so with the first time that happened, I didn't really know what it, what it even was. So that, that's my gem today. Mm, okay. Uh, Kate, as our guest, would you like to kick it off? Sure. Okay. So I'll, I guess I'll try and define burnout. I think that would be great for, mm-hmm. for everyone. But, you know, working in my industry and even in the industry before, like before I was a yoga teacher, I was working in advertising. Um, I was an account manager and, you know, I experienced it a little bit there, but then kind of went through this stage of being a freelance yoga teacher with all this time on my hand. Like at one stage in my first year of teaching yoga, I had best tan in Bondi because mm-hmm. I had so much mm-hmm. free time. I was, you know, it was, it was a great gig. Um, but it wasn't sustainable because, you know, there's only one of me and if I wanted to live a lifestyle that I want to live, then I needed to be a bit more in- entrepreneurial with it. Long story short, that first year of business where we opened Flow Athletic, it was just right. a completely new environment to me. Um, and, you know, a lot of the time my business partner and I, Benny, who also co-founded the place with myself, we were very reactive to a lot of things. Everything was completely new and I found myself very quickly getting to this place of burnout. So how did that look? For me, and I guess the quick definition is just like not sleeping, you know, sleeping patterns are a little mucked up, adrenally fatigued, um, you're just tired all the time, no energy, so um, you're not nourishing. These are all contributing factors to this burnout of just basically spreading yourself too thin, getting home at the end of the day, feeling like you've 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 gone full tilt on your schedule, but you got nothing done. You know that feeling? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's like unfeeling. Yeah. That's the key word for me. It's like you get home. Yes, you're exhausted. You know, there's a difference between getting home and feeling so exhausted because you've just given everything your all and you've done it so well. That's kind of like a, for me, that's a really good tired feeling. Like, you know, I've given 100%. Oh, that's me all yeah, the time. Yeah, I feel very fulfilled at my day. Too, I'm yeah. exhausted, but I feel fulfilled. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, that's an mm. awesome feeling as opposed mm. to burnout feeling where you're getting home, you're exhausted and you're like, oh, I've done so much for so many people, but I don't feel fulfilled. Um, mm. So that... For me, I feel like there's a lot of people around me at the moment. I can see it because I know it in myself. It's happened to me, and I've had to teach myself skills to to, to see it, and then to to not go into that pattern again. How um, how I'm, often do you? And I know um, 
I don't and don't want like a stat or anything like that, but because mm. you know that's not why you're here. But how are like within your work and that kind of thing? Like, do how many people do you reckon are, are going through this and thinking that that is that's the kind of norm? I, I think we we yeah we're accepting it as the norm. And if I yeah. said to um, you know certain people who I'm sure have signs of it because I can see it, a you know addict to busyness myself. Um, I can see it, but I'm sure if I approach them about it, they wouldn't kind of have realized that mm-hmm. they're going through this kind of fatigue or burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that we're oblivious to it because it is the norm. It's almost like how full is your schedule? Um, it's almost like a competition to... yeah. Oh, God, we always, we can't stand the people that want to tell us a thousand times that they're busy. We've got no, no room for it. And it's, it's like busy doing what? Busy telling people you're busy? Like, it's just a waste of time. But it's true. If you're that busy, you don't have time to talk about how busy you are. You just, Mm. people just get on with life, like, because everybody, everybody is busy. And I, I, and also when you're productive, busy as well. I know when I go to say, yeah, it's been a busy day, but good. Like, I'm not complaining because no. they're choices. Mm. Like, yeah. I've made choices mm. and the reason my day's been busy is because I've chosen the things that I've chosen to fit into a day. So it's not yeah. an excuse for you feeling you've cho- you've made decisions there to uh, get you there. So I often mm. will correct people and say, but that, but it's good or I'm okay yeah. because often people think when you say busy, you're looking for a fucking sympathy. Mm. I'm not. I mm. just yeah. There's that whole victim oh, mentality that comes into it for oh, sure. I and I was, definitely, I was definitely one of those people in that you know first burnout period. And then I learned to change the languaging around it. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, busy, all those lots on, but it's good, it's awesome. You know, not being an absolute liar either. When it's not awesome, just call it. But yeah. most of the time, changing the languaging around it sort of shifts your mentality, I think, too. So, th- so then, Kate, if you're someone that's listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, my God, I am exactly as Kate described. I mm. feel unfulfilled. I feel burnt out. I feel – but more than just like, oh, I need a good sleep and t- the next day I'll be right. It's like this – you know, um, this uh, this other deeper feeling of being like emotionally really exhausted and tired out. I mean, mm. as someone that's, you know, been on both sides of it and really, you know, learnt the skills to cope with it, how do you kind of even start that, that kind of journey to, I don't know, mm. to, cha- to changing your life and having things um, that yeah. you can really de- deal and change? Well, for me, I just just – was one of those things where on the outside I looked so healthy and I looked vibrant, like I could get away with it because it was only that first year of business and I was, you know, I had great health and luckily still do. So I looked the picture of health, but inside I was like decaying. So I just woke mm-hmm. up to that and I took myself off to a naturopath and yeah. she just did a whole heap of tests. So that, I guess that's one thing is having support around you. Um, because the other thing is your hormone levels can be Mm, out you mm. know your iron can be out like there's also reasons you know you might be not getting enough of something in your diet like there's also it might not just also be because you've you've jammed your schedule Mm, for too long mm. Mm. yeah it's interesting I was I was listening to a podcast today all about that um, about how how quick doctors are to prescribe, you know, antidepressants and anxiety medication to people that it literally, you know, can that they can be on for years and then they go and get tested and their B12s out, you know, like oh, there's yeah. such a, such a, um, I Indeed. don't know, in this, yeah, so yeah, in this society, we're so quick mm. to be like to fix it quickly so you well, don't feel it to numb it is, out. Which I will go. I, this will lead me straight mm. into what I want to talk about, which is we go straight to the doctor. Mm. We mm. don't look at other ways, you know, before you're chucking in. 
in Western medication. There's that's it. That's what we're kind of taught as the main option. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and maybe there's also not enough focus on the prevention of it as well. Yeah, that's yeah, so true. true. Yeah, that because is. If you really think true. about, I know definitely well, yoga. And... Full stop. The end. I die by. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, that is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know when I, when a lot of people they'll find it's, it. It seems like it's obvious, but you don't see it when they're going through that burnout. They're not making time for things like yoga or their rituals, whatever their rituals are, be it yoga or surfing or you know going to the gym because they're prioritizing work. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, you know, as we know, the more we can prioritise our health, our fitness, the more we're going to excel in all other aspects of life anyway. It's so, 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 so true. Philip's just about to go off, but I want to weigh in there about the um, the health stuff because it's just a really good way to kind of kick over. But it's interesting, um, as I mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, I ended up in hospital with some full-on pains in my stomach um, and... Basically, yeah, have doing all kinds of tests and bits and pieces. Just to give a bit of a backstory, my aunties are really influential with raising me and and, inf- and influencing, I guess, the way I saw the world. We were kind of a bit of a pack mentality growing up and a lot of my auntie and my mum were single mums, but my cousins and I went to the same school and my other auntie was much younger. So she really chimed in and helped out. So we were always at dinner doing things together. So I looked and I felt a little bit more similar to them than I did my mum. So I looked at them for a lot of you know guidance and mm. they were going and seeing a naturopath since the days that I can remember. And I remember getting on a bus and jumping on the bus at 16 years old because I couldn't stop I could never breathe through my nose and so I think my auntie might have said go see go see um this naturopath so I got on the bus and it was I don't know 35 minutes from home it wasn't close and I started to do some work with a naturopath and from then on that's always been a part of my solution process and it's always worked it's really that Mm. simple Mm. um Obviously, with contraception, when I started having sex and, and um, you know, immunizations when you travel and different kinds of antibiotics you might have needed if you had an infection on something, there's always a combination of having a good doctor or speaking to somebody at the doctor's. Um, but I've always been just as open to natural therapies as well. Um, and I just happened to have a really good naturopath too who was really mm. open on, you know, therapy and doing all kinds of things and worked as probably a bit of a counsellor to me in those years of my life. Mm. And and it was interesting. It was always probably a bit of a calling. So then throughout my entire 20s, I've always been really open to that if I've fallen sick or I've, um, I've uh, you know, there's been something not right with my body. Oh, sorry, it's my dad. Oh. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> it's not right with my body. I didn't have my phone on silent. Um, he must know I'm in, in town. Because we, remember we spoke on the radio about how I wasn't sure if I was going to see my parents. Oh, my God. That's why he, he's, <laughs> he's absolutely – He's calling today. to lock in that time. He's like, don't think you're leaving here without seeing me. I heard you on the radio, lady. <laughs> anyway. You can't get away with anything these days. You Not can. when you're spilling your guts every it's night. It's my fault. I shouldn't – I did think, why did you say it that day? You could have said it when you came yeah, home. Yeah, no, you could. I know. You're really dickhead. opening yourself up there. <laughs> This weekend, do I need to see my parents? Thirty one oh six five. Um, I could have just said the weekend gone, but no, what an idiot. Um, so anyway, I it just opened up to a different attitude that I think a lot of people around me grew up with, which was um, you fall sick and oh, you can see a naturopath or a doctor. It was really simple. You just mm-hmm. have a diff- few different options. So mm-hmm. I would uh, go to one or the other, depending on the appointment I could get into. Mostly I would go to a naturopath because that resonated um, really early days with me a little bit more. But I think I was always open-minded to getting different options and just mm. that happened really naturally. 
And when I went to the hospital the other week, it was funny because they were like, oh, you know, we've tested with for kidney, um, you know, for a kidney stone. We've tested for uh, burst appendix and all these real standard. Is this at the doctors you're talking about? Oh, these, you know, at the the emergency room. Now, I've been, you know, I know people being in the emergency room. You know, I've had mates with kidney stones. I've had mates with burst appendix. I've had mates with endometriosis. I've made, like, you know, the kinds of things that have gone through the emergency room. And I was like, here she goes, she's just going to put me through. You real know, put me list. through the real mm. off the standards mm. and then I'm going to be let out. And that's okay. I thought, you know, to be honest, I only came here because the pain was so severe. I knew that I needed to go and do some work with the people that I trust. Um, mm. But I didn't ask for a pelvic ultrasound. And but hang on, did they did they but, offer it? Like no. was it, a, it wasn't a choice. So no. if you're well, not... Well, it wasn't. You can... But this is the thing. Then I spoke to my natural. So then I went to a doctor because I need to get a referral for a gynecologist and yeah. I'm still going through some tests and bits and pieces, which the irony about this bit after we've been doing all the endometriosis chats. And I don't think it was that. Yeah. I think it was I, I had a burst cyst, to be honest, now that I've gone back before people get worried that I'm going to find out some full-on thing. Um, it's not, you know, something severe. Um, but it, it's funny because I went to the doctor and she kind of looked at me and she said, oh, I think it might be IBS. And I just knew that it wasn't. I just mm. it was around my period. Mm. I'm not a I'm not a um hypochondriac. Like I know my body and I just yeah. but I didn't I didn't ask the emergency person to do the pelvic ultrasound and I also didn't push back on this but, doctor. Why is that? Well, would you know, that's not like you. hardly anyone would actually know to ask for one of those ultrasounds. That's one of the points too, right? Is like Well, that's you right. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. That's right. You yeah. don't know you what you don't know. But I knew my gut and this is the thing. I think I didn't do anything with that. I just kind of My point is after all these years of being open to things, when you're in that much pain and mm. you are a little bit scared, it really is very easy to not go in yourself. That's my point. Mm. Like uh, as a person that is so open and so looking everywhere at holistic ways and, and I've always been open to that, it was very interesting that in the one time that I found myself in the emergency room my entire life, I just listened. I didn't take it in and wasn't going to necessarily go for treatment with all those things, but I, I, was, I think I was so overwhelmed and scared to push through and go, you know what, I actually don't think that's what it is. I think you're not, I don't think you're onto it there. I think we might need to test more around this or could mm. we do that as well as this? Well, because you know? you've never been mm. that sick before and you've never been. But this is my point and I think that's why if I, mm. it was hard for me. Mm. Imagine how hard it is mm. for anyone that wasn't open to that yeah. mindset before. Yeah. And I think it's just really, really important that we, in those moments when we are scared and kind of a bit unsure, is the exact time you're supposed to go within and it's the exact time you feel like you're not. Yeah. It feels like I'm out of my depth here. I feel like I've got to trust anyone that's telling me what, because that pain or this fear is, I can't have that, you know. The pain that I had that day was the worst pain I've had in my life. And yeah. so I'm going, God, I need to do, need to figure out what this is because you don't know your bloody mm. natural remedies can't fix that. That's fucked, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I went to the naturopath and went, all right, I'm going to cover all my bases as I usually did. And straight away she said, oh, you know what? I think you've had a burst cyst and you know when in your gut, you when you have it. food poisoning mm-hmm. and then someone yeah. says, I think it might have been the fish and, you go, the fish. and you're like, yeah, you feel it. And yeah. you go, that was it because yeah. I feel sick by just hearing mm. you say the f- word fish. Mm. Then I said, I go straight away. I was like, that's what it was. Because that's a thing. It. Nobody you knows. You don't have that kind of pain. You no. pass out where so- something burst, something happened, and then it, you know, went. It's not I B fucking S. Like, <laughs> so it was just interesting. And my point, yeah, is it was just interesting that even I, 
he just really was very overwhelmed with the process. And whilst in, I don't, I'm not on myself about it. I just think it's something we should all keep in mind that if you are in a totally. position where you are well, feeling unsure or feeling like I don't know, I'm out of my depth here, and it is to do with your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or remind One yourself. One little thing on that is, mm. I reckon a lot of the time we don't have the tools to actually know what it is and we have to unfortunately rely on outside sources as well as our own. But I reckon the sooner we can teach our kids or ourselves as young people to tap in and intuitively listen to the body, the better. Hospitals and doctors and the whole process of even just going, getting in an ambulance and being rushed to the emergency department, it would be so scary and so intimidating and so... um, I don't know. It's just a really – it would be a really weird place. So you – I don't know. I, I still feel like doctors in our society are kind of looked at as priests and you kind of – you know, you so trust trust their, mm. trust their word. And let me just because- put it forward. I went to um, a hospital and I constantly kept thinking to myself, fuck, we are lucky. The Like the doctors were really incredible mm. and lovely. You know, everybody was so nice and just got the job done. There were so many different kinds of people there. And mm. I just thought, wow, they do amazing work. So this isn't certainly a stab at Western medicine or the things that people are doing in hospitals. It's just that there's only there's a certain kind of thing they do. Um, yeah. And mm. there's many different ways to skin a cat. So I just think yeah. Yeah. you've just got to be um, – you've also got to be a real contributor to your body. It's like when my, mm. my no Bessie had a baby as much. Yeah. and she would go to the yeah. doctor thinking the doctor would tell her what's wrong with her baby. And the doctor's like, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a team here between you, the mother, and me. It's not going to be – just me because I'm not with them all the time. I'm not with mm. her every single night when you see what's making her crack and not. And she was like, oh, I don't know. I'm a first mother. I, like I didn't think I was going there for answers. And then she started to realize, no, I am her mother. I know more than probably mm. that doctor does. And so that made me think, yeah, and that's how we should be with ourselves. Mm. Yeah, You know, if you can be like that as a mother, we need to try and tap into our own bodies with that too. Mm. Anyway, I learned the lesson, so I thought I'd share it. Yeah, good one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, I want to talk about what's going on in my body at the moment, and it's... um not very pleasant either. And that is um, for, I reckon, the last couple of weeks, maybe two, three weeks, I've been having really intense night terrors where I've had, I reckon I've had them once before where I reckon I was maybe three years ago, four years ago, and I was living away from 
from home and I, and I woke up and I was having a, like a really bad dream. I can't remember what it was in particular, but it was, you know, those dreams when you wake up and it takes you like a little bit, takes, it might take you like a minute to like really mm. do some deep breathing and go, oh, it's not real. Sure. It's not real. And you yeah, really kind awful. of have to sit there and convince yourself that everything is going to be okay. It's not real. That moment where you go, I know it's just a dream, but I'm still freaking out. One of those. And I, and I woke up, not just that, but for me, it's, um, it's the sweating. And I'm not a big sweater. Like if I go to yoga or gym or whatever, I, I don't really, like my cheeks go a little bit pink and mm. I might get a little bit sweaty on the armpits. It's an but- interesting point because my, one of my, uh, Bessie Beth has, uh, suffers from night terrors or night, you know, nightmares where she wakes up in pools of sweat. But she's mm. also, not that it makes it better or worse, but she's also a big sweater yeah. at gym and yeah. she's always been a sweaty sleeper. Mm. So I think it's really interesting because it, it seems a little bit more expected that that's where she yeah. kind of holds some of her stress, whereas for you it mm. means I think it's a bit more dramatic. Well, it takes me so much to really work up like a real full-on sweat too. Mm. So that's I think that's what I found also most confronting about the whole thing because when I say I, I wake up in a pool of sweat, I'm not just talking about, oh, you know, under my armpits I'm a little sweaty and there's a few beads of sweat on my forehead. I'm talking like the – the pajamas that I'm wearing wow. are completely soaked. I'll wake up and I and it feels as though somebody has got like a liter water bottle and and poured it over my side of the bed and I press my hand down onto the bed and it almost makes a pool of 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 water of sweat that I have been sweating out of my body and I think that's what it's like that feeling when you wake up and you you wee the bed as a little kid. Like you're almost confronted because you had a dream that you're on the loo. Like it's you're almost conf- you're confronted that you're like, wow, the that was that scary. You is it- is, the way you describe it is really confronting to hear. Yeah, I say. The and way, I think like you go so descriptive, but it's incredibly confronting because I need is it the same dream over and over, pretty much. No, it's more it's more a feeling than anything else. Mm-hmm. And and I and I did wake up. The most recent one was probably. Oh no! The most recent one was two nights ago, when you and I, you and I, stays for work. We were sleeping in the in the same room together, and I and I was like, it wasn't as bad as the other times, but I woke up and I was like, this feeling of um, just this sinking feeling in my chest, where I was like, it's happened again, and I mm. and I don't know if that's potentially contributing to it now, where I'm f- almost fearful that it's going to happen before I go to sleep, and then in some way. I'm so fearful and and so focused about thinking about it that it's potentially triggering something. But like the worst time it happened was maybe about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And I was telling you, Stace, about this. I woke up and I shook my boyfriend next to me and I was like, babe, because I needed him. It was almost like this thing where I I was like, this can't be real. And I shook him and I said, babe, babe, feel the bed. And he was like, what? You know, he was half asleep. And I said, feel the bed, feel how wet it is. And he touched my side of the bed and he was like, oh, my God. Because I was like, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to be like, whoa, I had this weird thing where I wake up a bit sweaty and then I just fell back asleep again. I was like, I almost needed to confirm how intense it was, even though I was half asleep. To really get a handle on how full on, I it was so I had to take to strip my pajamas off, jump in the shower, and get. I actually got out a beach towel and lied it down on my bed because it was so wet I couldn't have gone back to sleep with how sweaty that like the sheets were, and. I, Oh yeah, I don't know. Like I've been, th- I've been like th- think feeling as though I'm in this really big kind of 
um, growth stage at the moment, kind of emotionally and, and spiritually. And I think um, that's like a really a really good thing. But then I think yeah. what that what that means and what that translates to is this kind of this fear that I'm like, shit, what does this mean? You know, what's what's gonna what's gonna change because of this? Or will things look different? Or that's you know, there has been this element of it being confronting. And whilst I'm not consciously thinking about that day to day. It's obviously oh, it's playing it's at go, your body it's, for sure. Yeah, it's it's and going somewhere. I think generally, I don't know. You might be able to clarify a bit of this, Kate. I'm not sure, and I don't know too much about it. But what I have read, and I think you do need to go get it checked out because you don't mm. want to have to keep putting yourself through this. It's an emotional thing that's playing out in your not, in your sleep. But I think it's also when your body stops because we're so busy. It doesn't. It's not processing it during the day. Yeah. So mm. you've only, you know, it's so generally it's kind of from panic and trauma. Is what it is, yeah. and and that generally, like, I think, comes from change. Feels like yeah, it's something that you're not processing, you're not talking about, whatever the feeling is. We're not dealing with feeling mm-hmm. is. Yeah, like where is it like showing up in other parts of your life? Maybe that's mm-hmm. the suggestion. I'd go and talk to someone. God, talking to someone is so helpful. Just going and you know talking to a psych or whoever. Mm-hmm. I call. I've got a guy who I go to is like an energy healer and his background's in psychology and like tell you what, an hour of lying on a massage table talking to him and then he does all this weird kind of cool stuff like move energy around my body because I love that sort of stuff. It's like he's like my spiritual A-team. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Sounds like you need to get something out. Yeah, no, I think, And like yeah. you said, I reckon it's a really good thing. It's like a something you're processing because I it's, think that whole, that whole space thing you said before, like it's, we're not processing things during the day because we're so busy. We're running here to there. Um, and where else is it going to process? But when you're still, it's true. And, and I think no as other- well, when you're, I think for you, Christy, when you avoid things, like, mm. so you avoid it so deep. And that's why you've got to work on things because I believe, and I'm not trying to say this to scare you, but this is what I believe is that then it starts playing out and you get sick. Like your body starts giving you think, pay attention, you need to deal with this, pay attention, you need to deal with this, and then you keep ignoring it and you keep ignoring it and then it will form somewhere else. Oh, it's the biggest, for sure. It's the biggest, Mm. it's absolutely the biggest flaw of my personality and something that I have to work well, that, not just a flaw because not everything's easy to deal with. No, no, no. I just mean in the sense that it's something that has taken me a really long time even to be able to say that because I would avoid the fact that I'm an avoider, you know? Yeah, like but I know- when we talk about your avoiding stuff and then talking about dealing with bigger stuff, I think you can cut yourself some slack a bit like, you know, when you're making decisions or you're kind of, you know, choosing a massive life-changing job or you're moving into state or you're getting into a new relationship or a relationship is, you know, breaking up or whatever the big kind of life change is, those are going to be very easy to avoid because everybody, that's hard. Mm. It's not, you know, it doesn't Mm. just come under people that avoid things day to day. That's tough you know mm. it's really big stuff mm. um so it's it's not it's not a um un, it's not abnormal yeah to of kind course of put yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah i'm just very aware i've never been as aware of that stuff that part of my personality as i am now i think mm. which i think has been really like so powerful and so so helpful because you're so unconscious of it at other times but yeah it's it's crazy how in sh- yeah how your body just knows stuff even when your mind hasn't physically you know like mm. registered it yet like it's pretty nuts how you're having such a physical response to things that your your brain yeah your brain doesn't even know is happening kind of yet your body always mm. knows yeah 
Sure does. <laughs> well, this has been bloody intriguing and very yeah. deep. <laughs> deep. Yeah, for sheers. That went deep. That's, so the way we, that's the way we like it. Yeah, it is the way we like it. Um, <laughs> if you want to check out Kate Kendall and what she gets up to, make sure you head to Instagram to find her. Is it Kate Kendall? Is that your? Nah, it's, it's Active Yogi. Oh, it is Active, Active Yogi. Yogi. Okay. And activeyogi.com.au Active is uh, mm-hmm. the website as well if you want to check out more things. I've just lo- looked at your story, actually. It's a very, very good little feed there. Mm. What's happening? Yeah, on- like flow last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, how nice. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Uh, we set up the yoga room with lots of little tea lights and there were like six yoga teachers with lots of hands-on adjustments and we had a oh, yes. live person in there playing the guitar and, and singing. It was beautiful. Are they, That's what they, happens with the night show, Chris. Are you going to have any more of those <laughs> in the future that don't happen <laughs> on a weekday? Uh, we want to. We, that was the first one we did and it was really well received. But we do a big yoga silent disco as well. So we have more of those coming up at the end of the year, one in Melbourne and one in Sydney. We spoke to your business partner about that, about meeting mm-hmm. people at the silent disco thing. Oh, and yeah, that being, right. remember, like a different date idea, yeah, a different way to meet yeah, people yeah. that's not yeah. a bar. Yeah. Yeah, we spoke to Ben about that. That should be a thing. Yeah, it should be a bloody thing. Yeah, I'm going to come and, yeah, we need to come and do a class with you. Thank you so much for your time, lovely. It's been really fun and very informative. Thanks, lady. Thanks for chatting. If you want to listen to any other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find us. And, of course, on our national night show on the KISS Network across across the country from 7pm. Yeah. Well, you can find us there. See you then. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. 